Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your will, for your touch, for your great name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for standing so long. You may be seated. I um, for those of you who like to write, I've entitled my small message today here. The three chairs. This is my topic which I'm going to share to all of you and myself. This is Joshua we are talking about. Died at the age of 110 years. And Joshua is no more. Joshua is the same one who was with Moses. He was there during the Mosaic time. And they were, he was saved. When they were told to go and spy into Canaan. When they went to Canaan, there were 12 of them. Which the Bible says the 12 spies. As you know, they were all using the word 12 because of the tribes. This is why when we talk about the 44,000, you are looking at the 12,000 of each of the 12 tribes. And it doesn't include all of us. But it just includes those who were the, the 44,000 who were the 12, 12, 12 of Israel. But that is not the topic for today. So he sends the spies. And when they reached Canaan, they saw giants. And the other thing which they saw, they saw that the land was very fertile. So they took the report to the elders. have seen Canaan. However, there are two important things. The land is very fertile. However, we found giants. And it's very difficult for us to be able to get Canaan because of the giants which are there. But out of the twelve, only two, only to say it if only if only we can go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ if we can go into the name of the Lord God we will be able to conquer Canaan everybody else didn't want they were so scared somebody asked me a question he says pastor 
But how does God operate? How does God operate? God always operates in a miraculous way. First, he gives that opportunity to everybody. But when God makes a decision, it doesn't matter how many you are. It doesn't matter how many you are. This is why he told Abraham. He said, I'm going to destroy Sodom. I'm going to destroy it. And God was able to listen to Abraham. Abraham taught God. He taught God. And he said, God, before you destroy Sodom, if there was some people in Sodom, are you still going to destroy the entire Sodom? Those are the prayers which always changes God's mind. And God had to change. God had to change what he wanted to do for Sodom. Because when he brought Sodom, here comes only the two. Then God says, Anybody in Israel who is 50 years and above will be destroyed. We will not enter Canaan except for Joshua and Caleb. They were above 50 years. Even my Miriam never entered Canaan. Even Aaron never entered Canaan. Even Moses never entered Canaan. Because when God makes a decision, it doesn't matter what who, who you are. He made a clear decision. And the only one and Caleb who entered into the This is why they were able to reach 100 years. So I just wanted to give you that small introduction. But I'm talking about the three chairs. This chair, which is the first chair. This is where Joshua sat. I have my few notes here. I will just remind all of us here. This chair, they had a relationship with us. They experienced the reality of God. They were committed to whatever was happening in God's life. And this is where Joshua sat. He relied on the liberation of the Bible. They were always particular about guarding themselves and also guarding the people. They follow 
followed the commandments. And they followed the scripture. They were dedicated to God. During this era, the church or the children of Israel they grew. He went up and up and up. Anatukuka, anatukuka, anatukuka. Everything else which they did, they did according to God's own eyes. They had a relationship with God. They knew the revelations which were coming. They were always meted themselves to God. Whenever a new Christian comes to church, everybody who comes to church, when they just come to church, they receive the power of the Holy Ghost. They are baptized. After they are baptized, they repent of their sins. Everyone who comes to church, when they come first time to church, they are so eager. They are so eager and so loving God. On this chair. Everybody sits on this chair. On the second chair, this is where the elders sat. They knew the reality of God. They served the God of their fathers. Remember that this chair they served the God of Jehovah. But the ones who sat here instead of worshipping the Jehovah God they started worshipping the God of their fathers. Which was their God which they had seen. They had yet from their parents. They started compromising what they had heard. They started with the Bible as one of those books and any other book you can buy anywhere else. These were the saints and the Christians. Instead of being dedicated to God, their father worshipped. They were dedicated to their father. They started getting dedicated to their father. During this period, the church was at a plateau. The church could not move. Remember this time, the church was growing. When the church arrived here, instead of the church going up, the church now was at the same level. The Bible says there arose another generation. Another generation which arose was this one. 
This is the generation which arose. The Bible which we have read says another generation arose. This generation they heard about the second chair. They also heard about the first chair. But they had a lot of unspoken questions. They sit on this chair and they start asking questions. Where are the miracles which you are saying that you used to see the miracles? Miracles. Where are those miracles? If God was with you, Father, where is your God today? They start asking questions. Why the questions? Because the first, second, the only information which they have it's a second hand information. They never had the first experience which Joshua had. If only they knew what Joshua had gone through. They could not be able to ask questions. Occasionally, because of their fathers, they will leave this chair and for some time they will come and sit again on this chair. But after some time, they move back and they go back to their own chair. I've come to remind all of you and myself today. Life tabernacle. Which chair, if you look yourself inside. Which chair are you sitting on right now? Which chair are you sitting on right now? Now, if you look yourself inside your heart, which chair are you sitting on? Which chair are you be able to look at? Which chair are you looking at and be able to say, this is the chair? Remember where you are coming from. Remember where God brought you from. Remember where God brought you from to where you are today. You were seated on this chair. What has happened? What has gone wrong? That we have moved from this first chair to this second chair. Yeah. 
This message actually is preaching to me. This message is talking to me. This message is talking to my heart. This message is talking to my heart. More than 30 years ago, I used to live in Mrs. And that's where I used to live. Life Tabernacle was at the Bible School at Chinika Primary School. Before we moved to the Bible School, I want to thank all your leaders who are here. Because I know all of these. And I know where they have come from. I know where Reverend Morgan Mwanza, Bishop Morgan Mwanza is coming from. We need to remember where we are coming from. And where we have reached today. If you ask where are the miracles, you need to be able to look at myself. You need to look at the leaders who are here. And some of the people who are here. If you and remember that these questions which are here will be able to be reduced. These questions will be able to be reduced. These questions will be able to be reduced. Because you won't be able to ask if this is your right Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's only one church. There's only one church which is going to take people to heaven. There's only one church in the entire world going to take people to heaven. And it's not the United Pentecostal, United Pentecostal Church. But it's the church which knows how to reveal what is in the Bible. That is the church which is going to take us, you and me, to heaven. Hallelujah. 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 We don't talk about a United Pentecostal Church when we are here. We don't talk about any other church when we are here. We thank God for the United Pentecostal Church. Because we are able to reveal to us and be able to show us but when we are in the church always concentrate and talk about the Bible what does it say almost going to conclusion I want to talk about the three chairs in this way. There is one book. One book. These people who sit on this chair will be saved. 
I'm not judging anybody here. I didn't come to judge anyone. But I came to reveal that which the Lord our God says. The ones who sit on this chair will be saved. The ones who sit on this chair they may be said. The opportunity for those who sit on this chair. They have an opportunity to move to this chair or remain on that chair. If they are not careful from this chair, they will be able to move to the last chair. That's why this chair they may be said. This chair anyone who sits on this chair will never be saved. I'm not judging anyone here. But if you find yourself on this third chair, you are not going to heaven. I'm not here to judge anyone. But I need to reveal what the Bible says. As we talk about the chairs, there is one book only one in the entire Bible, in the entire world, which no one has control on this book. When you sit on this chair, it means your name is in that book. No one was able to change any names in that book. Adam did not control that book. Aaron did not control that book. Joshua never controlled that book. Paul, he never controlled that book. All the twelve apostles, they never controlled that book. No one controlled the book. Even John, who was the last preacher in the book of Revelation, was not able to control that book. The only reason I'm saying this is because there's only one copy. If any book is left to a human being, people will be able to control whose name is in that book. So that they can be able to put their names or their relatives' names. Or their friends names. But there's only one book. When you look at those who sit on this chair, they are written in that book. And it is because there's only one copy. Some of you may be able to ask, which is that book, Pastor Rifuati? There's only one copy. 
It's only one copy of that book. And that is the book of life. No one else can control what is written in the book of life. Because the only people who are in the book of life are those who sit on the first those who sit on the first chair. Because there's only one copy. And that copy is kept by God himself. No one has ever any control Because if you leave it anywhere else, there's going to be a new translation. There's going to be a new revelation. There will be a new what was. But God keeps only one book. And anybody's name which is written in that book, they sit on this Chair. Which is the chair where Joshua sat? Which chair are you sitting on? When you look inside your heart, I've come to remind yourself and myself. Remember where you have come from. All of you from that corner to that corner. You know the first time when God called you. Why have you left the first church? Why are you going to the chair? Why have you moved some of us to the third chair? Where are you? Where have you removed? Why have you moved from the first chair? Chair. I've been a pastor in the United Pentecostal Church. United Pentecostal Church. For many, many years. Now. I have seen my fellow pastors. Move from the first chair. And they go to the second chair. Eventually they end up in the last chair. Where are we supposed to be church? I've come to encourage all of you today. I want you to maintain sitting on the first chair. I wanted to bend to sit on the first chair. I have no doubt within myself that if you continue sitting on this chair, when the Lord our God will be able to call us, whenever that is going to be, we shall be able to make it to heaven. There is no doubt when you sit on this chair because this is where we belong. There is danger if you sit on the middle chair. There is even more danger when you sit on the last chair. But if you can maintain the first chair, 
This is my encouragement. All of us today. Remember where you are coming from. Nothing should be able to stop you. Nothing should be able to stop you from anything else. No one should be able to touch you or move you. But you to make sure that you continue on this is where we belong. When God was going to heaven, He said, I'm going to prepare a place for all of us. That there where we are Ye may also be there. That's the new Jerusalem we are talking about. That's the new Jerusalem we are calling about. But new Jerusalem will never take the people on there. But those who sit on this chair will be able to be I want you to internalize yourself. Which chair? Are you sitting on right? Which chair are you sitting on right? Which chair are you sitting on when you sit yourself? Remember when you came to church. When you started. All of us. Don't say. We were sitting on this chair. A lot of the Christians whom we have, they are sitting on the middle chair. They are either here, nor here. They don't understand, they have never understood where they belong to. If you make up a decision, when you make up a decision, you say, this is where I belong. You need to make sure that you maintain where you belong to. You need to maintain where you belong to. No matter the circumstances, no matter the circumstances. Fatira, there are challenges. I have gone through them. Your leaders will be able to explain to you the difficulties they go through. The bishop will be able to explain to you some of the things which happened to him. But no matter all these challenges we are going through, never leave the first Never leave the first chair. Because this is the chair which is going to take you. Which is going to take all of us to where we belong. Somebody said, what is going to remove us from the will of God? What is going to remove us from the will of God? Is it tribulation? 
is it suffering? What will be able to remove us from the Ni love of God? I have an answer for you and me. The only way we can never be removed is if we sit on this chair. If we can only be able to sit on the face, we will be able to see the miraculous power which God in your life and in my life when you came to church remember where are you today I've come to encourage everybody I'm not here to condemn anybody but I just came to remind all of us remember Remember when you came, you were seated here. Why are you going to the second place? Why are you going to the second place? Eventually, you are ending up going to the second place. Why? Let's stand. I'm going to ask you right there. I want you and myself to pray an honest prayer. To prayer to what God is doing in your life. And also what God is doing in my life. Remember of you. Like our brother was saying yesterday during the day. During the, 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 the word of God is so sweet. If we continue, we can be here. Remember, some people will say the first laugh. Remember when you came to church. Why? Why are you to the second Why have you moved to the third? As we are singing the worshiping I want us to look inside our heart. We need to look inside our hearts. Don't tell your leader. Don't tell your bishop. But I want you to tell your girl. I want you to tell your girl. Right now. You can tell them. You can tell them. They will definitely help when we are Always can help us to open the bishop to attend this paper. Which chair are you sitting on? Which chair are you sitting on? Which chair are you 